at St. Matthew's, we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus, our Savior, died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family. This is a teaching under the direction of Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr., the senior pastor of St. Matthew's Baptist Church for over 33 years. Dr. Gordon's stellar leadership encourages thousands to cultivate a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Dr. Gordon exegetes God's word for truth, transformation, and transparency. It's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending uh, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthews, but also that it has in our family. And I tell people, is they're seeing the difference in me and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we go going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthews in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. You don't know what I've been through. Let me share my story with you. That he brought me through my stormy days and my rainy days. You don't know all the tears I've cried, the things I've kept bottled up inside. best to be strong, waiting on God and holding on, you don't know what I had to endure, and you wonder why I'm so
Good morning. This is Dr. Raymond Sr., pastor of this great St. Matthew's Baptist Church, where for three years we have seen God's grace, growth, and his glory. We thank God for who he is. We thank the Lord Jesus Christ on this last day. Truly, Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. We are thankful to you for tuning in. We're thankful to our membership for being so gracious in all facets of ministry. We thank God this morning because truly, in spite of this pandemic, social unrest, in spite of high unemployment, Jesus is in control. He is in control from the guttermost to the uttermost. And, and we thank God this morning for you and your faithfulness as you continually pray for us. We're praying for you and your family that you would be steadfast in your faith, unmovable in your faithfulness, and, uh, and, and uh, always abounding in your focus. We pray God again from whom all blessings flow. And we pray that you would continue to be faithful in your giving, tithing online, or sending in your Lopes to P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 094, where Jesus Christ is the main attraction. So let's offer some praise this morning. Let's praise him. Let's magnify him. Let's glorify him. Jesus is the Christ, son of the living God. And I'm so glad that I'm saved. So glad that the Lord snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. So glad I'm still under construction. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my high 
power. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my salvation. The Lord is. He is. He is. He is. Always was. As the was and some was. Always will be. He's my glory. He's my praise. He's my power. He's my vision. Praise his name. He's worthy. I said he's worthy. Only Jesus is worthy to be praised. We thank God for all of you. Thank God. Truly God is an awesome God. Now let's expose our text. We're in Jeremiah chapter 29 11. And in Jeremiah 29 11, it's a purposeful plan. Jeremiah 29 11, God said, I have thought plans for you, thoughts of good, not of evil, to bring you to a desired end. What a promise. What a plan. And we ask God from whom all blessings flow. I'm here this morning to tell you God has a plan for you. It's a predetermined plan that will bless your soul. Amen. Houses are built as general contractors solicit the services of a qualified architect. The architect uh, will put together drawings or blueprints or plans as to what the house is to look like, how the house is to be erected, and and then the general contractor solicits the services of subcontractors to do the internal work, plumbing, electricity, and and uh, uh, drywall, so forth, so on. And 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 there is a for the building, and once uh, the house is built, amen, it was built by a blueprint. Spiritually speaking, God the Father is the general contractor. In Ephesians 1, it says, God predestined us, predestinated us, chose us, elected us. God did all that before the foundation of the world. He is the general contractor, then he solicited the services his dear son Jesus, who is the architect. All things were made by him, listen to Pastor, and for him, and without him was not anything that was made, Hebrews 1 and in the book of John. We we understand that he is creator God and sustainer God, that Jesus, only Jesus is the architect. Jesus has a design. Praise the name of Jesus. And then Jesus solicited solicit services to the subcontractor who is the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that internally into us starts putting things together. Praise his name. Through a process of progressive sanctification. It, it is here in Jeremiah that we want to exegete according to what the Bible says and uh, I want you to see things before I get to the historicity of Jeremiah. That is, number one, Je- uh, uh, the book of Jeremiah, the promise, plan is for the house of Israel and Judah. There is, listen to pastor, there is an immediate context. 
that while they're in captivity under Nebuchadnezzar, chapter 9 to 30 shows us a whole lot of judgment. God is judging them. We'll get back to that. And then God in chapter 29 comes up with a plan. Amen. So the immediate amen is a promise of God for the future. But in between the immediate and the intended is the invisible intermediary, which is the church, the ecclesia, the called out ones. From Acts 2, when they were baptized by the Holy Spirit and indwelt by the Holy Spirit, amen, and God called the church the bride building and the body of Jesus Christ. So from Acts 2 to Revelation 4 is the intermediate. It's invisible because nobody in the Old Testament saw the church. It's a mysterion, something that had not existed before that's now existing. And pastor, that is... This plan encompasses the church age, Acts 2 to Revelation 4. When the church is raptured out, listen to this, futuristically, then the last seven years of the 70th year of Daniel's will take place, which we call the tribulation, three and a half years, and the great tribulation, followed by, listen, the millennium period where Jesus Christ will come back to earth and rule rod of iron and the bible says everyone will know him lord have mercy he will rule and so god is promising the jet a remnant of israel listen to me they're blinded a romans uh, uh 10 but a remnant of israel will believe that jesus is the messiah and that, 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 therefore we have a plan we we have we have a plan and a promise and then, listen, we have a presence of God and in peace for the future. It, it is here. We look at Jeremiah. The word Jeremiah means the Lord hurts. And the Lord hurts every time he looks at our faith. He looks at our faithfulness and he looks at our focus. The Lord hurts. The Lord hurts. The Lord was hurting with Israel, with Judah, because uh, Jeremiah was born in Anathoth, the city of priests, about four miles north of Jerusalem. And at this period of time, Jeremiah's contemporaries are Ezekiel and Daniel. Daniel's in captivity, so is Ezekiel. Ezekiel's by the river called Chebar. Amen. In captivity, Daniel is in. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar's house as an advisor and a dream interpreter with his three Hebrew friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And later on, Habakkuk, in amen, prophesies in the late uh, 7th century and the early 6th century that one of the things we see is that Jeremiah is the prophet of doom. He's the weeping prophet. He was bitter. Just read Lamentations, the book that follows. Amen. Jeremiah, he was bitter because of the insatious, amen, and contagious, amen, uh, uh, abandonment of the nation of Judah from God. And he prophesied in the 13th year of Uzziah, a godly king, but he had not moved the high places, amen, of Baal worship. They, they, they were into Baal worship. They were in the children being 
sacrifice. They were into the occult. They, they were into intermarrying. They were into everything. And Jeremiah was bold enough to speak out. Let me stop Paul in part because we're seeing a lot of things today. People don't want to speak out the truth because they don't want to be criticized. To be silent is to be complicit. Now, we don't agree with rioting and we don't agree with violence, but we do agree with protesting things that are not in line with truth. And so one of the things that uh, we see in Jeremiah is that Jeremiah was not only bitter and preached against an evil nation, he preached under Josiah in the 13th year, but he also preached under Manasseh, a wicked who in who, who embraced all of the ungodly things of idolatry and the occult. And, and, and so there are some scriptures in Jeremiah that are worth mentioning. In chapter 8, verse 22, God asks a rhetorical question, is there a bomb in Gilead? to heal the sin-sick soul. The word bomb means medicine. Is there a medicine for the madness? And the medicine is always Jesus. Then, then, then he says in, in chapter 9, verse 23 and 24, he says, let not the wise glory in their wisdom. Let not the mighty glory in their might. Let not the rich glory in their riches. But who glorieth, amen. Let him glory, in fact, listen to this, that he understands me and knows me. For I am God who exercises in kindness, judgment, and righteousness in whom I delight. Lord, have mercy. And then in Jeremiah chapter 17, 5, he says, the heart is wicked. Above all things, who can know it? Jeremiah 18, oh, Jeremiah, get up and go down to the potter's house. It is there that I will speak to you. And he says, as the clay is in the hands of the potter, Israel and Judah is in my hands. I will make them, I will break them, I will mold them the way I see fit. And then we move to Jeremiah 29. For I know, Lord have mercy, the plans that I have for you. Plans of good, not of evil, to bring you to a desired end. Lord have mercy. We see in Jeremiah this fashioning, this making of a house. And a new, yeah, he deals with a new plan. A, he, he deals with, Lord have mercy, new plan that gives redemption. And I'm going to deal with that. He deals with a new reward coverage. He deals with a new, listen to this, and comfort. Which, which is a new rest. When we look at this in Jeremiah, we, we see that God is interested in your faith. Your faith. We're going to 
And next week, should the life, I'm going to do a whole series on faith. Amen. Uh, a faith of Abraham, a fickle faith, a fractured faith. Uh, yeah, a fruitful faith, finishing faith. I'm going to deal with faith because in these last and evil days, we need a new faith. A, a, amen. New faith. So here, in Jeremiah, I want you to see this. This is uh, powerful. And the prophecy here is very, very powerful. He says, I know the thoughts I have for you. You've been in captivity. I called Nebuchadnezzar my servant. I've allowed this to come down because I need to open up your eyes from idolatry, from from evil practices, from evil promotions, from evil gods. And 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 so make 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 no bones about it. What's happening around us today is an intention of God's will to get his people to come home. Back to him. Back back to him. Back to him. When my people who are called by my name. And and and, and so when we begin to see this scripture, we see uh, a new plan of redemption, new covenant. Now, now let me stop pausing apart because this new covenant, uh, amen, uh, embraces the church, Acts 2 to Revelation 4, which national Israel never knew about. The church is not known. They had revelation but no illumination. God didn't turn the light bulb on to the old testament 39 books about what was coming at pentecost where believers would be baptized in to jesus the christ so immediate is a is is a promise amen the intermediate is a process plan and the far intended they will experience the presence of the messiah we look at this, and, 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 and in this new covenant, new covenant, we see that we are saved. It means to be saved. Ephesians 8 9, we're saved by grace, love we don't deserve, through, listen, faith. That faith is not ours. It's a gift of God that any man should boast. Don't boast about your faith. Thank God for your faith. It's God's faith that gives us faith. Can I get a witness? That we wouldn't know God. Without grace, we wouldn't know him. We, we are saved. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And, 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 and First Peter tells us that this salvation is so impeccable, so rich, the Old Testament prophets inquired about it. They could never have it. This, this faith, this, this new salvation in Jesus Christ justifies the believer just as if they never sin with a faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. What is the finished work? I'm glad you asked. When he died, was buried, and rose again the third day with all power in his hands. And when he died, listen, when he rose from the grave, he justified all just as if they never sinned. Listen to this. You and I had no part in this. And then there was an imputation. He imputed his righteousness to our unrighteous account. 
account and he imputed our unrighteousness to his righteous account. There was imputation after imputation when we were declared righteous in both our position. Then there was impartation he gave us of the Holy Spirit. And then after impartation, I'm preaching up this place, after impartation, amen, there was initiation and imitation. The only way we can be, in, the only way we can imitate Jesus is because we've had a dose of impartation of the Holy Spirit. He imparted to us and we were imputed by his grace. Thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Saved. Nicodemus, you must be born again. We were saved. We were secure. That means we were transferred. Amen. By the shed blood of Christ, there was an atonement, a covering, sacrificial lamb. We are secured in him. We are sealed, hallelujah, to the day of redemption. No weapon that's formed against us shall prosper. We are saved. We are secured. Listen to this. We are sanctified, set apart, transformed, changed from the inside out. That's progressive. And then we are seated, that's translated, into the very presence of God. Now, God... Amen. Who hurts wants us to have faith in believing. We got to believe God beyond everything. Beyond this pandemic, beyond this unrest, beyond the unemployment, beyond society, sickness. We've got to believe God. But we also got to believe God in our bewilderment. When we don't understand things, we got to keep on believing him. We got to believe God and be until God shows up. We got to keep on believing. If Jesus said it, I believe it. That is it. We, we got to keep on believing. So your faith didn't come from you. It came from God. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So we see this new redemption, this new covenant. Not like the elements on stone, but look what God tells Jeremiah in chapter 31. Not only will I do I have a plan for you, but I have a presence for you. What is the presence? I will write my laws on your heart. That's conviction. And in your mind. No longer an outward expression of principles, now you will have them on the inside. And the Bible says, and everyone will know that I am the Lord. Lord, have mercy. When we were in that world running everywhere, amen, we, 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 we had a sense of God's will. We, we, we were school, had a sense of God's presence, had a sense of God's principle. But when I got saved, God transferred that those principles on the inside. He walks with me. He talks with me. He tells me that I'm his own. Wherever I go, I take the spirit. Can I get a witness? Uh, Psalm 139, whither shall I go? If, if I make my bed in heaven, he's there. If I make, amen, if I go to the 
depths of hell, he's there. The Lord is everywhere at the same time. Faith. Faith is in Jesus. You got to hold on and hold out. You got to believe God when it's not convenient. God, you got to believe God, Amen. In all things, Lord, I believe Your Word. I'm, I'm not believing CNN. I'm not believing that MSNBC. I'm not believing Fox. I'm believing Jesus. He said He would never leave me nor forsake me. I'm believing Jesus. My faith stand strong in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, lean not to thy own stand in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and shall bring it to pass. Mm. Not your heart to be agitated. Here's Jesus talking. John 14, you believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house, many mansions. Hallelujah. We see a new covenant. The old covenant mentioned in Hebrews. When you get to chapter 10 of Hebrews, huh. It, it says to us about this new covenant. Lord, have mercy. He deals with the old covenant in Hebrews. He's writing to Hebraic Christians who came out of Hebrew, who came out of the law, who came out of a system of works, who came out conformity, yeah, to a but he says in chapter 10, but this man, talking about Jesus, after he offered one sacrifice for lambs and goats and turtle doves and pigeons, but this man, after he offered one sacrifice, sat down on the right-hand side of God till his enemies are made his foot. What? A new covenant. A new redemption. Faith in the finished work of Christ. Me confessing and believing that Jesus is who he said he was. Son of God, God the Son. That's what Matthews. You don't have to quit smoking, quit drinking, quit doing to be saved. You just got to call out on the name of Jesus and he will save you. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so, child of God, what we see, we see a new plan, hallelujah, of redemption. It's the age of grace. When you call, Jesus said, I will answer. Thank you, Lord. But secondly, listen, we plan a rewards, a new coverage. Let me stop, pause, and park because my second F is faithfulness. As you are faithful to God, God is faithful to you. God's faithfulness follows your faithfulness. Yeah. Uh-huh. God's faith initiated your faith. What, what, what does it say faithfulness? Well, in, in, in 638 it says, give and it will be given back to you. Good measure. Press down, overflowing, running over. That's in the context, listen, mercy, money, and motivating others to do what's right. You ain't handy up in this place. As others need mercy and you give mercy, God will give you more mercy. As you give your money, God will give you more money. Malachi 3. He will bless your crops. He will bless your family. He will bless your hands, your vision. Listen. And he said, it will be good measure. Ha. It, it will be overflowing. Yeah. 
for your blessing. God has a reward for those who are faithful. Hmm. And, and this faithfulness, Lord have mercy, not only deals with giving as I am able to give of myself, sacrificially give of what I have, give of who I am. God says, you're not doing this in vain. I'm giving back. <laughs> the promise to the church is when we see Jesus, you've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you rule over many. There are actually positions in heaven. We will rule over principalities, powers, and dominions. And that's all predicated on how you live down here. He, he's talking about giving, giving mercy, money, and giving motivation to others. Help Jesus. But he's also talking about being guarded by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is my teacher of truth. The Holy Spirit is my protector. The Holy Spirit, amen, orders my steps. That, that is guarded and we are gifted. Every saint has at least one gift, 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4, Romans 4. Are y'all with me today? Amen. We are gifted, listen, by God with a new endowment amen to help others in Christ your gift is not for yourself your gift is for others too many of us walking around here taking our gifts for granted as if it's ours if you don't use it you lose it that he 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 he, he gives us the gift of giving he gives us a, a gift of, of being guarded he gives us a gift hallelujah we, he helps us grow. We are growing in Christ. Do I have a witness? Uh, Peter 2 says, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Uh, he not only gifts us, he graces us. He gives us gladness. He gives us, yeah, uh, glory. It's our prayers. We pray. Hallelujah. There, there is a new reward of faithfulness of God to the faithfulness of people. The reason I keep my hand on the plow these 33 years is not so God will bless me, but so God will bless my children, my grandchildren. God, Lord mercy will bless all those connected with me can I get a witness hey child of God you better listen to this the reason some of us are not blessed is because we're not doing anything we are not faithful to him in thought word deed motive and attitude thank you Jesus new plan of rewards there's spiritual to get the glory. Amen. He'll give us crowns and we will lay them back at his feet. But there's spiritual rewards right here on earth. As you give for gifting you, granting you, and gracing. Amen. Gracing you when you when you understand that God is doing an
Praise through the Holy Spirit. You'll be glad to give. You're not self-centered. You're putting everybody before you. And you're sacrificially giving unto God. Hallelujah. The final point here is a new plan. Be it by God. Oftentimes, talk about the death of my mother, father, three brothers that were dear to me. And every time somebody in family die, even the tragedies in my family, God sends a peace that passes all understanding. I don't even understand it. Times I couldn't cry. There are times, Lord have mercy. Times I thought I was burying it. No, God was hoovering over me. God is able to give you rest in the midst of rambunctiousness. He's talking about this new rest, and I want you to understand this new rest for the Jew will happen in the millennium. When Jesus is ruling with a rod of iron, the church is down on earth with him, and everybody's glorifying his name, and there is a false righteousness. Satan is bound, the Antichrist and the false prophet is dead, and Jesus will, for a thousand years, the millennium, rule with a rod of iron. This is when, listen, Israel and Judah, a remnant, just a remnant, will recognize and accept Jesus Christ as Messiah, and he will give them rest. Lord, have mercy. A rest of his power, a rest of his presence, and a rest of his peace. This rest is a rest from us laboring. We no longer need to labor for approval. We no longer need to labor. We no longer need to labor a rest from labor. Uh, it's a rest from loneliness. I will never leave you. There, there is a personal presence, personal pronoun here. I, Jesus, is, will never leave you. In spite of what's coming around, in spite of what's coming after you, I'm always with you. I will never leave you. Just pick me up. I'm on the boat. Just come to me for help. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man, James 5, availeth much. Keep on praying. Keep, keep on leaning. Keep on proclaiming. Keep on praying his name. Don't, don't lose your faith nor your faithfulness. And right here, for rest, don't lose your focus. Keep your focus in the proper place. Your focus is not a church building. Your focus is not getting dressed up to come to church. Your focus is not staying at hell, at home, excuse me. Uh, uh, amen. Your, your focus is not uh, what a smorgasbord of Jesus. Some things you will do, some things you won't do. No, your focus is him, his peace, his presence. His power, his provisions, your focus is Jesus. 
and I have one person doing this social unrest, one person doing this high unemployment, one person, Lord have mercy, doing this pandemic disease, talk about Jesus. Somebody should have said, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Alpha. Jesus is Omega. Jesus is the beginning. Jesus is the ending. Jesus is the lily of the valley. Jesus is the bright and morning star. Jesus is King of Kings and He's Lord of Lords. He's the potentate of paradise. He always was. He's the wasness of was. He's in total control of the White House, the house, the in-house. Jesus controls everything. Do I have a witness? I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth faith, faithfulness, and focus. He, yeah, will rest from laboring loneliness and he'll give us the rest of liberation. We are free in Christ. Can I get a witness? Free from the penalty of sin. I no longer go to hell. I can't go to hell. It's impossible for me to go to hell because he imputed, he imparted, Lord have mercy. He imitated himself in me. I can never go to hell. I'll be in hell reminding his promises. Lord, you said that if I asked you to come into my life, if I called upon your name, you would be faithful to save me and to set me apart. I'm free from the penalty of sin. I'm being free. Free. It's it's a it's a it's a process right now. I'm being free from the power of sin. Sin shall not have yeah, Romans dominion over you. Romans six. No sinful controls control my life any longer. Saturation of saturation of sin sensitizes sin in my life. Yeah. No sins of soul. Why? Because God will not allow the power of sin to control you if you saved. Can I get a witness? We get to heaven, no more crying, no more dying. But here on earth, we're under the unction, the unction of the Holy Spirit. Do I have a witness? You can get quiet all you want. I can tell you right now, if you saved, Amen. If you have the right faith, you're bearing fruit. If you're faithful, God will reward you. And if you're focused, nothing will happen. Can I get a witness? You and I will, yes we will, have a rest. Hallelujah. In spite of everything that Satan has sinned against me, this morning, I'm still standing. The Lord is a high tower. The Lord is my shepherd king. The Lord is. Yeah, yes, he is. 
He's my strength in the time of trouble. Do I have a witness? Uh, though the earth be removed from the mountain, be cast into the midst of the sea, though the waters roll thereof, there is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Your faith, your faithfulness, and your focus must be on him and in him. He says, the plan is to know plans of good, not evil. Yeah, this plan is powerful. This plan is profitable. This plan is promotional. This plan is preemptive. This plan, yeah, promises. This plan brings everything into the presence of Almighty God. Listen to Pastor. He's talking to the house of Judah, the house of Israel, in the immediate text. He's encompassing the church, Acts to the Revelation, for in the intermediate text. He's talking to the remnant of the Jews who will be saved after the tribulation in the millennium in the far reaching text. I will give you a sense of my person my power, my peace, provision. I have plans for you. Plans of good and not of evil. I'm still waiting for the rest of the plans of my life. The Lord is good. The Lord is gracious. The Lord is giving. The Lord will glorify himself through us. I have plans for you. Don't get discouraged. Don't get down. Don't don't hide your faith. Don't hide your faithfulness. Don't hide your focus. Be still and know that I'm God. Hills, stop looking at the problem and look at the problem solver. Stop looking at the dark skies and look at the light sunrise. Stop looking at just look at the resurrection morning. When Jesus got up with all power in hands, he's Lord, he's liberator, he's lover of my soul. Can I get a witness? I have plans for you. Your faith, your faithfulness, and your focus. Let's praise the name of Jesus. We love you. Have a great day. See you Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. God bless you. Simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewsfbc.org. Click donation and fill out the St. Matthew's Secure Contribution 